1: Low prices and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com.
0: Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and uh, I use my better. Uh, intro for the bonus episode i'm sorry (laughs) i i am excited for this to begin i will mention that we've already received a little flack because we didn't include a few things that basically we don't really care about i mean uh, people were like why didn't you include babylon five i'm like because none of the hosts like it so
2: um uh, maybe i would like it
0: yeah, I'm, I've never watched I'm it. probably
2: with
1: you, Jay. I, it's on my list of like things I should watch, but I just have never gotten around to it. <laughs> and frankly, it's intimidating as heck.
2: It's also, at this point, a little bit old. And so, like one of the complaints I've heard about it on people who've gone back and watched it is that it shows it saved There's a little bit. Dated. Yeah. dated Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. And but I, I, I also know I'm susceptible. Is
1: Bryan Cranston has like a, a, a role in the show at some point in time? So there was a meme that said it, it was his best role ever. So I was like, oh, now I am interested.
0: The funny thing is, is we we as a group sort of got a little flack because we apparently like Battlestar Galactica more than the average geek, at least the ones that commented on our on the Facebook page. So, um, I don't really understand that because I think Battlestar Galactica is pretty amazing. Yeah. So say we all.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm Jay. Uh, Josh. Jump the queue again, <laughs> but I'm still Jay. Um, so th- this is the the new format. This is a little bit different. Uh, we don't have our pre ramble and stuff like that that we normally go on about. That's in our bonus episode. We also in the bonus episode talk about what we're you know watching, reading, playing, etc. So subscribe to the Patreon and you can hear that. In the bonus episode, and you can also get your votes in on um, extra weight on the the bracket stuff that we're doing. So, get that going. A little news from Discount Games Inc. Um, The Death Archon is releasing next week, so get your pre-order in for that. Um, There's new releases for Games Workshop, but... um, I'm a hollow husk of a man who can only order, like, three of any new release, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> some point, like, I have the faith that, that it's going to get better. Um, and check out on Minis for your accessories. So, we are going to go over six matchups in this podcast. Uh, I guess before we do, do you want to... Um, but Trevor do you want to give a little introduction to the bracket
0: uh, sure so the way that I set the bracket out and um, I did put a picture of it up on Facebook and I didn't put it on Twitter but um, I put I went in twos so uh, the top two of each bracket are in the same quadrant And then I rotated in a kind of a clockwise fashion and put the next two. So um, like the three and four are in the next quadrant, four or five and six are in the next quadrant and just went around. So you actually end up with some um, very interesting combinations. But what you won't end up with is in the semifinal, a one versus two from the same um, division. division. Um, So there's uh, quite a few different matchups. I think I'm going to go through and color code them for the divisions um to make it a little bit easier to read cuz sometimes you look at it and you're like where where is things you know you get a little lost mm. um but uh, I, I guess what else would you like to know about the bracket
2: i don't i don't know
0: oh okay
1: well, <laughs> well remind us real quick Trevor how will the
2: how the can voting people vote?
1: on the matchups that we're going to discuss today will be open for a week or something
0: like that yes so what's going to happen is uh, because we're a week ahead if you're if you're a patreon subscriber you're gonna have to wait a little bit for these to come out so my plan is that when this episode launches on our website and also iTunes etc I will post the first uh, matchup each matchup is gonna go for about six days uh, and then I will post one each day so the six matchups we're going to talk about on this show will be the six days of that week we're gonna skip Sunday. I won't do any matchups on Sunday. Uh, asked, of course. It's true. But we will have matchups Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll roll into the next week. Uh, and the, the matchups are going to be posted um, in Discord, uh, where those who are subscribed can vote, and their vote will count double. Um, there will be voting on Facebook, and there will be voting on um, the Twitter. Twitter on Twitter and uh, you'll need to follow me because I'll be posting them on my account. Um, I, my Twitter account is at chain uh, Basically you can vote on all three locations. If you really want to, uh, you're going to pick the property that you feel is more impactful in geek culture or whatever, whatever you decide is important to you.
2: Whoever's uh, most worthy. You can whoever's vote for Most
0: worthy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we will try. They, you have six days to vote. So really, if you only vote, Um, once a week, you should still be able to find all six uh, posts and vote on all six of them that are up at that moment. And then you can just wait a week and do it again, and you should be able to catch all of them. So you don't have to watch it pretty much every day. Uh, But some of these votes, I'll be honest, they're going to be over in the first first 10 minutes (laughs) I post them.
2: (laughs) That's probably true, yeah. But everyone likes a good David and Goliath story.
0: It's true. I, I, Honestly, I love when an underdog beats one of the big names, because I, I don't like seeing, I, mean, I guess I'm an underdog guy, I don't like seeing the big true, names you are, stomp yeah. all the way through, um, and I'm afraid that that might happen here, but we'll see.
2: Okay, well, we're going to do this where one of the hosts will be a moderator for a matchup, and then the other two will be pitching uh, why each one should win, and so let's dive in. I'll be the first moderator, and this first matchup, is going to be StarCraft, uh, defended by Trevor, and Dune, defended by Josh Wheeler. So we have six minutes for this segment. We are starting, and I I guess before we get into our arguments, uh, does anyone have anything they want to say about this matchup? The
0: votes must flow. (laughs) (laughs) Point of order. (laughs) He is already trying to sway the vote.
2: okay Uh, you can do
0: that too listen every korean on the planet is with me right now (laughs) all right so starcraft is uh the 14th seed in the video game uh, category and dune is the third seed in the books and comics category yes
2: these statements are all true so let's start it off trevor You have a minute to say why StarCraft is the worthy uh, property in this bracket.
0: Okay, so I'm not going to be able to take up a whole minute, but I will say that that StarCraft is one of the longest living franchises in video game history with only essentially two releases. I mean, there are certainly expansions and other things, but you really have StarCraft, StarCraft 2. But StarCraft was relevant for 10 years. There, there were, there are, I think there are still StarCraft 1 leagues in Korea right now. The, the fact that you have such long staying power in a genre that honestly is not that big a deal anymore. I mean, if you think about real time strategy right now, StarCraft is one of the few that's still out there and still important and relevant. Um, it is sold, uh, I don't even know, right around 20 million copies. With all with Starcraft one and two, this game deserves your attention more so than something. You are at time, Trevor. Wow, there you have it. Uh,
2: I I I will, as as the moderator, impartial in all things, uh, but not really. uh, (laughs) I I, I will say that uh, you you do make a good point. I think, Trevor, that like it, it is really rare for a computer game to stay relevant as long as. This franchise has, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you think about games like Overwatch, that has, it, it felt like it should have been, I mean, from the same studio, right. felt like it should have been relevant for a long time. And it still is, but it's really, I mean, StarCraft was, a, as far I, I think that we owe modern um, professional gaming to StarCraft. Without it, it doesn't, I do I'm not even sure it exists.
2: Okay, Josh, are you ready? It is your time, go.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. First of all, Dune is the most influential book in my personal life. So you should you should vote for it for that reason alone, uh, because I wouldn't be here if it weren't for Dune and the uh, mantra against fear. Second of all, we placed Dune in the book and comics category, but that was only because it would have felt unfair to basically put it in the entire bracket because it has been so influential that it has literally been everything. It's been a show, it's been a movie, it's been board games, computer games. I mean, I'll, I'll bring some of that up in my rebuttal. This book has influenced everything in the science fiction fantasy realm since 1965. Continues to do so. It's going to be one of the best films of this coming year. Should have been of last year. So, I mean, it just oozes influence into every corner of geekdom
2: you were you were at time josh Uh, i (laughs) i do have that was i do have one little point of order here josh okay Uh, as as you are making your pathway from from god emperor of ammon up through you know your idaho legislative district (laughs) um, i feel like you might want to say something like the Book of Mormon or Bible was the most <laughs> influential book in your life.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Someone might be doing some awful research on you right now. Look but, how honest I am as a politician. Yeah, I, I know. Like, you I you won't didn't work lie. on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should you should stop that. Most politicians <laughs> learn that pretty yeah, early. The almost.
2: gravest <laughs> sin as a politician is accidentally telling the truth.
0: You're
2: right, you're right. Okay, Josh, uh I mean, Trevor, it is time for your rebuttal. Thirty seconds, you may go.
0: Uh okay. Listen dune is not that special it doesn't tell that special of a story it's actually kind of i mean there's nothing there that surprises or is interesting honestly it's kind of a lame book uh they're like oh sandworms blah bitty, blah spice for everybody <laughs> whatever i mean it's i read i it was so hyped up for me that when i read it and i got done i was like wait was is there supposed to be more somewhere what 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 is this this is not that great uh dune is just a Run of the mill sci fi novel. It may have been great in 70 years ago or whenever it was made, but it's just not relevant anymore. <laughs> you're
2: you're gets... at time and <laughs> lightning bolts blast down upon you. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you may go.
1: I find it interesting that my opponent attempted to talk without rhythm in order to try to win in <laughs> his rebuttal because that's how much Dune has influenced us as a culture. It is in our memes, it is in our language, it is in the way we act. Also, the Dune video game predates and informs StarCraft. So StarCraft is basically nothing but a giant copycat of the Dune RTS, which if you haven't played it was amazing, and I'm sure it doesn't hold up. But come on, babe.
2: (laughs) Josh, you're at time. (laughs) Okay, so there you have it. There are our our arguments on this (laughs) matchup. arg, (laughs) pirate matey. Uh, Place your vote. Uh and may it be for Dune. <laughs> 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 wow,
1: yes, what just, fantastic moderating that was.
0: Just so everyone knows, this the, the StarCraft versus Dune matchup will go live on the twenty sixth of February.
2: Okay. Um Trevor, do you want to moderate the Arkham Horror versus Harry Potter matchup? <laughs> oh, gosh, my soul. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, So Arkham Horror is the 13th seed in the uh, board and video game uh, category, and Harry Potter is the fourth seed in the books and comics category. Um, I think that uh, this is one of those that in our heart of hearts, uh, we want to see go one way, but we know (laughs) may not go that way. Um, I'm going to make Jago first since he is in uh, the position of the higher seed.
2: Okay. So first off, uh, I'm not going to do anything to denigrate Arkham horror. It's, it's, I've had a lot of joy playing these games, but on the other hand, as well, Harry Potter has brought a lot of joy into this world for a lot of people. Um, it has introduced, it's, it's one of the foundational books that for a lot of uh, readers has hooked them on reading, which I think is fantastic. It's s- something that has hooked a lot of uh, young children on their imagination, on speculative fiction, and it's, it's something that uh, is enjoyable as an adult as well, which I think is something that is an accomplishment. It's obviously, you know, sold more books than is—it's uh, it's, it's ridiculous how many books it sold, obviously, um, but. Like I, I've read the series multiple times, I've watched the movies multiple times. It is an enjoyable read that you can enjoy throughout your whole life.
0: Wow, he hit time dead on. I, so I, good. <laughs> I will say that um, Harry Potter did. Uh, it is the book that turned my daughter in. Yeah. Her, so I I will fully agree with that point. Uh, she hated reading. Or I don't want to hate it. Is probably not the right word. She really took off when yeah. I got her into Harry Potter. Josh, are you ready? I am ready. Are you holding Arkham Horror in your hands? Was that the box I heard in the background? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I am trying to summon shub niggurath as we speak.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, go. Time to chant.
1: Uh, Arkham Horror was created in 2005 and really is one of the most influential board games in the heavy cooperative space. This board game does such a fantastic job and has now had three editions it does such an amazing job of letting a team of you know one to eight people tell a story feel a story feel like they're in this pulp fiction horror you know universe that's so heavily influenced by hp lovecraft's writings and it's just well done all around i mean it just we don't have that many board games represented in the bracket. It deserves to advance, and frankly, it has spawned some of the most amazing, like, custom uh, card holder pieces, you know, expansions. I mean, it just—it it is a universe in and of itself, and frankly, is fathomless. Like, its excitement doesn't end. And frankly, I'm okay, talking so about the that, board game, but the card game is amazing too. Time.
2: It. All right. I I will not to not to uh, throw any support to my opponent. But <laughs> this 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 does represent more than just the uh, Arkham Horror board game. There's the the LCG, Eldritch Horror, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Uh, so Josh, what have you played the third edition? I, actually, I'm ashamed to admit I have not. That's okay. i I will shamelessly admit that I have not either. But I'm I want to play it desperately. I I some of my most fondest board gaming memories are playing at your old house. Yeah uh, for many, many hours. Um, so anyway, I, I think that, uh, I was the first edition cooperative as well.
1: Yes. Well, you mean the, the fantasy flights first edition in 2005? Yeah. Oh Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't remember that. I guess it probably would have been one of my first experiences with co-op play and I, I enjoyed it. So that's saying something for me. (laughs) Yes,
2: that is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jay, would you like to rebut anything that he has said about Arkham Horror or Harry Potter?
2: I'll I'll just spend my 30 seconds of of saying, think of the children (laughs) 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 and vote for Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) All right, Josh. So I
1: want to just thank my opponent here for opening the door for the most fantastic rebuttal, which is that I can show how disingenuously... He is trying to influence you to vote for Harry Potter. Jay doesn't even like young children. So, <laughs> which is why he didn't connect with Bluey. And so, how can we even trust that his opinion on Harry Potter it makes any sense whatsoever? Also, my final complaint about Harry Potter specifically the main character is so unlike, well, why couldn't we just have a Hermione Granger series?
0: Well, or next time. But I'm going <laughs> to let you finish because I agree with that. <laughs>
1: Uh, I do wish that I could, uh, review Harry Potter as well as one of my best friends ever did, which is, he <laughs> said, I finished book seven and spoiler alert, nothing happens in the entire series. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he found it vapid and boring was, But mm,
2: well, I, uh, uh, I is, won't, uh, it, I won't say that it's one of the great works of literature, but it is entertaining.
0: I I will admit that that I it, like Harry Potter in the first I don't know first one or two books. Uh, there's at some point during the process he becomes very unlikable. Maybe maybe that's the problem with Harry Dresden. Yeah. yeah. Right. Subscribe to the bonus episode to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: true. Bluey and the Dresden Files. <laughs> Okay, let's 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 do this side of the bracket, wrap it up, and is Josh, it the
1: juggernaut? Do I have to moderate this this poor matchup?
2: Yes. <laughs> so this matchup, Josh is moderating. Trevor has Star Wars. I have Power Grid. Jay,
1: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna make Trevor start because I don't know why. I want Jay to have the last word. That's really why. All right, Trevor, you have Listen. a minute to tell us why blah 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 Star Wars should win. Go.
0: This is hard for me because I actually don't want Star Wars to win. I do want it to win. I want it to win this matchup. I just don't want it to win the whole thing, which I'm afraid it will. But the reason it will is because it is a pop cultural phenomenon. This thing covers everything. I mean, we have other elements of it throughout this whole championship throughout this whole bracket but it is the movies that made our youth and our the generation after us our youth and the generation after that like everybody over the last um 43 44 years have been engrossed by this amazing story about this far-off galaxy in a time far, far away, or whatever. The fact that it is as strong and as big a deal as it is, is amazing to me. There are people who can basically spend their entire lives watching uh, Star Wars TV shows, watching Star Wars movies, playing Star Wars video games, reading Star Wars books. Um, These are some of the greatest things of our lives.
1: All right, Jay, tell us... um, And by the way, all of that was influenced by Dune first. Just (laughs) point of order, so... Uh, all right, Jay, tell us why Power Grid should objection, unseat Your, Your Honor, Honor.
0: I don't actually think any of that is true.
2: <laughs> what? What? Oh my. God. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to just like excise that for my memory and move on with my argument. So as I said earlier, everyone loves a David versus Goliath matchup, and and that's what we have here. Power Grid is David, and Honestly, it is taking on the evil empire that is Star Wars. <laughs> just think you can be the, the X-Wing that is shooting at the Death Star that is Star Wars and <laughs> it in the first round. <laughs> uh, I will say why you should vote for Power Grid is because it is a pinnacle of game design. It is... Mechanics that are in it are just... I, I'm going to sound like some... Uh, board game geek dweeb or something but they're they're elegant they were innovative and it's it's a very fun game to play
1: and that's time yeah i gotta say when we get back to uh you know a non-covid life i need to play power <laughs> Trade again
2: with yeah, Jay right?
1: specifically again because as we discussed in the bonus episode i'm a terrible masochist and i want to suffer
2: and I, by Jay destroying me there is a new edition of the game that i've never played and Jeez. i i would love to do so
0: uh Uh, and then also if we are to do such a thing i my only thing that i have to throw down my foot is say we must play with people who know what they're doing there's nothing worse than playing a game of power grid with people who don't know how to play the game
2: they're like oh my god what are you doing to the turn order
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're like how can i throw this in a way in which makes jay win
2: why did you go to phase two
0: no
1: before I go to the rebuttals, as far as the um, uh, David versus Goliath metaphor that Jay has has used, I think it's a little inappropriate because I'm really, I'm pretty sure that Power Grid is uh, David's cat. I mean, like it's not.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's not There's, even David. Okay? I mean, of all the matchups in the bracket, this one is likely the most lopsided. Probably so. All right. On
1: that note, Trevor, you have 30 seconds to rebut your nefarious opponent.
0: Go. Uh, George Lucas is amazing. Whoa! Like is, of all the is... rebuttals you could do, <laughs> that one. Did Didn't you hear the part where I actually don't want it to win? Oh, okay, okay, my bad. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, uh, I other than like the new no- scene, um, it has shaped much of my adult life. Um, I. Loved. I love that time. I didn't it. even get Oh god I love like, oh, what a terrible That's rebuttal. Crap. Was. <laughs> I wasn't even getting into <laughs> it yet.
1: Jay, may you like a garbage-fueled power plant give a more efficient rebuttal than your opponent go.
2: <laughs> At no point does power grid have Jar Jar Binks saying Nisa wanna buy some garbage for my power plant. <laughs> At no point does Anakin Skywalker fly into space and go like, I wonder what this button does. Whee! <laughs> it's good through the entire game. The same cannot be said about the Star Wars franchise.
0: It's true. You have to turn a single blind eye away from a few of the things. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs>
1: oh, man, That's time. Oh, that was amazing. That was, I mean, whatever. Whatever happens in the vote, that was the greatest rebuttal that I could have expected out of this discussion. So, well done, Jay.
2: My final point, end the tyranny (laughs) in round one. Yes. Get Star Wars out of the bracket.
0: Vote for David's cat. You're you're hurting baby Yoda's heart. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm
2: totally going to (laughs) be voting for Star Wars myself. (laughs) Jeez.
1: (laughs) that was power grid's one vote just admitting where he's gonna go
2: (laughs) it's true (sighs) okay so i will moderate the next matchup this is going to be the martian the this is the book correct
0: yes uh just so everyone's aware um the star wars power grid matchup will go up um on i believe march 1st so it's a good way to start the month I.
2: Okay, I'm starting the timer on this round. We have The Martian from uh, Josh Wheeler versus War Machine from Trevor Christensen. So uh, Trevor has a little bit of a home-filled advantage in this (laughs) aspect.
0: I will mention (laughs) that The Martian Martian is is, um, the 10th seed of the books and comics division, and War Machine is the 7th seed of the RPGs and miniatures.
2: Okay, well... Uh, Trevor, you may start your minute now.
0: Oh, I'm starting. Okay. Well, uh, War Machine and Hordes, they are basically the same game, is a multi-nominated, multi-winner of uh, awards throughout the years, and I believe that it has shaped the modern environment of miniatures. Uh, Prior to War Machine, it feels like there was no major game that, that I remember that used cards, that used... Um, the style of of mechanics with dice that I feel like is better than just a handful of D6s that we had before that. Um, It has influenced uh, almost all of the miniatures games, I feel like, that we see today in one way or another. I think that, that War Machine is maybe... I think a lot of people have listened and have played it and they understand what I'm talking about. But th- for those of you who have not, I'm going to encourage you to go out and at least try it. Get a demo game of it. Find somebody uh, when the pandemic is over to teach you how to play the game and try it. It gives you, it takes away the difficulty of the books that we had from 40K before and gives us the... That sympathy. is fine. I'm not done! <laughs> oh. I'm not done! Yes! <laughs> I love
1: constraints. They're the best. <laughs>
2: Let me give you a little uh, hint, <laughs> Trevor, is that when, even when it's not my segment, I start a, a stopwatch <laughs> so that I know like how much time I have left on mine in the oh, segment. He's but such a professional.
0: I, I was focused on how great it gives you options <laughs> on the tabletop. Not worried about my minute. I'm worried about how great War Machine is and it should win this matchup.
2: Well, it is the seven seed versus the ten seed. So, Josh, tell us why why the the lower seed should win in this instance. You may now go.
0: uh,
1: I'm conflicted because I actually am just really interested to see how the listeners vote on this matchup more than anything. If if nothing else, I don't care how you vote, and you but you haven't read The Martian. Please do yourself a favor. Go read The Martian. Restore your love of mankind and. And an an amazing sci-fi because Andy Weir wrote this novel in 2011. Uh, Well, self-published it then. It was amazing then. It continues to be amazing. It inspired a really incredibly well-done film. But this is like hard sci-fi that is just a pure delight to read. The character, which is this astronaut who's trapped on Mars, uh, he's just so fun to be – play a part of his internal monologue this book single-handedly makes botany cool
2: like well space botany. raising potatoes uh, space, space yeah
1: yeah uh, an incredible book incredibly well done it deserves tons of votes and if it doesn't get the votes it deserves fun. for you to read it
2: i what was the what was the follow-up novel that the author did
1: uh you're talking about the one that's set on the moon i don't know i don't remember i don't know i
2: don't think i read it was it oh. did you read it was it good
1: I, I read it. It's certainly it's fun. It's it's, uh, it's called no Artemis.
2: Okay, It's, Artemis, it's cool. No
1: Martian. Yeah, uh, I am excited about his next one, which is Project Hail Mary, which involves going to the sun. Mm.
0: Are they all set in the same universe?
1: Um. Well, I that's a really interesting question. Um. I because I I w- I don't know that. I, I think that Artemis. I mean, is is set further in the future than the mm-hmm. Martian? Like The Martian is like very near, near future. sci-fi yeah, near future yeah. Future, yeah. Like, like we could theoretically experience the martian with our current technology um artemis is a little further afield and so i don't know that actually trevor it's a good question
0: it's, it's interesting i i will say um for the martian that it is one of the few books and there's only a handful of them that i that i basically as soon as i picked up i didn't put it down you until, yeah until yeah. i finished it
2: 100 percent, 100 okay trevor it is time for your rebuttal you may go
0: uh, I mean, the Martian's nice and all that, but have you spent <laughs> have you spent the last 15 years of your life playing the Martian? I don't think so. If you're like me, you've spent the last 15 years of your life, life playing War Machine and Horrors. It's that good.
2: Okay, Josh, are you ready for your rebuttal?
0: Kind of. You may go. I mean, look.
1: The only thing that War Machine and Hordes kind of has over the Martian is there's no Dracodile in the Martian, okay? <laughs> uh, but the truth is, like, both these properties are just a pure delight, and uh, one of them is going to take you a lot longer to enjoy and take a lot more work, and it's not the Martian. The Martian <laughs> is going to be pure, effortless enjoyment, and you'll probably learn a little something that will make your life better in the
0: end. I will say for The Martian's credit that it is one of the few books that I have read that there was no character in the book that I hated. <laughs> I literally I literally enjoyed every single character in the book. There was no I thought, you know, yeah, at some point there's going to be a character come forward that I absolutely hate and and it it was a breath of fresh air in that there was I understood every character's position and their struggles and what they were going through and I loved them all. Uh, I cannot say that for War Machine. There's lots of characters I hate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Also, just as an additional minor point, um, oh, man, my brain just, never mind. Go on without me.
2: Okay. Uh, So this will be up to vote on as well, obviously. Um, Next matchup, uh, there is myself defending the Game of Thrones TV show versus the Elder Scrolls video games from Josh. Uh, Trevor, you are moderating.
0: Indeed. And Elder Scrolls is in the video game category. It's the 12th seed. Uh, game of Thrones TV is in the movies and TV category, and it is the fifth seed. Um, oh, wait. No, is this the books? This is the books. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, books and it... comics. Okay. No, no, this... no it, is, it is the TV show. I'm sorry. We yeah, have them so both in TV. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have them both in here. Because so we're is, insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that wasn't my doing. Anyway, the Game of Thrones huh. um, TV show, uh, we're going to let Jay go first as the uh, top seed here. Uh, Go ahead and defend the Game of Thrones TV show.
2: Okay, so I am someone who is a big lover of the Game of Thrones books. I would probably say the first three or four books are um, some of my favorite books, period. And so I was really skeptical when this was being brought to TV, but I have to say that uh, HBO just kind of nailed it. Um, They made a TV event that kind of really, it it reshaped TV and it brought fantasy to TV. It was a TV event that is like just something that is rare in our modern times um, because we're dispersed through so many TV stations, et cetera, so many shows. This was a TV show that you had to watch like right at the start or when it released or you're going to have it spoiled on social media because it was such a big thing that everyone was watching together
0: that is time i i yeah, will say yeah go ahead i will will say that it is um i hated the books i love the tv show i watched all of it uh jay what do you have to say to those who uh dislike the final season i have not oh seen the final still season. in my rebuttal so, come I'm on just, moderator i'm i'm i you then we're not to the rebuttals yet i just want to, hear I what w- jay has to say about it i will
2: say that um so i do wish that the Final season had about two episodes longer than it was. It was a little bit rushed, but the offset of that is that the TV series had a conclusion to it. You know, you knew how it ended, and that's never going to happen to the books. So,
0: <laughs> do you feel like it would have gone better had he had the books been ahead of the TV series?
2: Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, although maybe not, because really, Martin has kind of uh, on the last few books, Martin lost his way.
0: I'm going to argue that he never had his way. Oh,
2: well, you're wrong. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. It is time for you to crush that which is the R.R. Martins.
2: Go ahead.
1: All right. Here's the thing. You're going to vote for the Elder Scrolls because you want a breath of fresh air in your life. Because the Elder Scrolls video game series... Is one of the most unique fantasy worlds that you will ever interact with, right? Uh, I I was really first exposed to it, it by playing Morrowind, and I, I mean it was what I used to incentivize myself to write a novel. I would write a thousand words a night, and then I would play Morrowind <laughs> as a role. That's such a tough like a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the thing about the elder scrolls is that their world is so deep and rich. Like I don't even think you can read everything that you find in the world. I mean like novels are written that are novels from the world that you can only find in. It. I mean it's just like it, it's like turtles all the way down, right? It's it's incredibly rich, deep and unique. It feels That's different. Time. You're riding giant bugs, you know,
0: instead of time a horse. I, I was going to vote for Game of Thrones, but then I took an arrow in there. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I will say not to help my opponent out, but um people that I never would have believed would be watching fantasy television were raving to me about Game of Thrones. Like it yeah. blew my mind.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, so Jay.
2: For my rebuttal, it's it's kind of it's going to kind of build off of what he just said. Um, thank God for Game of Thrones because it is what's going to allow you know, the Lord of the Rings TV show, the Foundation TV show. Uh, everyone wants to have the next big geek property, and that's because of Game of Thrones. And it's because Game of Thrones was so well done and loved by so many people.
0: Yeah, I, I will just say that um, I think that many of the big-budget TV series that we have today have their roots in game of thrones, including like the Mandalorian and WandaVision. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, even my soon to be favorite invincible on Amazon prime coming March 26th. Mm. (laughs) Point of order. The (laughs) moderator
1: just stole my time for an ad.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, go ahead, Josh.
1: Uh, well, so first of all, I, I think it's really convenient that my opponent just goes ahead and essentially ignores the final season of the show in all his arguments. You know, like, sure, Game of Thrones did all this work and brought all these people I- interested in fantasy and then destroyed their hopes and dreams forever. So, you know, nice job, everybody.
2: World I mean, is there, is there anything more, George or R. Martin, than destroying everyone's hopes and dreams?
1: <laughs> I mean, only if you're doing it at a wedding.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay
1: Final my final rebuttal for the Elder Scrolls is that they also give you a unique uh, method of leveling up that you don't see in a, a lot of video games, you know, where actual use of a skill is how you improve the skill. I know there are other games that do it, but I feel like they really own that mechanic.
0: Uh, I'm in a, a point of order. I believe that EverQuest did that first. They really. I mean I did, was it that way in arena in the first ones before everquest.
1: Uh oof, I can't I can't knowledgeably speak to that. I'm I'm afraid to say.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then we're I'll have to ask my friend who's played basically every version of Elder Scrolls even from um what was the first one? Uh, not not arena. <laughs> in the way back times. Uh, uh, Daggerfall. Daggerfall, yeah. He's played yeah. them all since Daggerfall. Yeah, so. wow. He's been
1: in the way back machine.
0: Oh yeah, he he's played them all. So, anyway,
2: Okay, so our next matchup, Jay is defending Ender's Game. Trevor is defending Nice Old Republic. This is an eight uh, Ender's Game versus nine Nice Old Republic. Josh, you're the moderator.
1: This is exciting. Okay, so I guess I'm supposed to have Jay go first as the quote-unquote higher seed. I I heard that rule.
0: No, no, that wasn't a rule. That's my personal rule. This is your your show. You can do whatever you want. Uh, Let's
1: see. I like having Jay have the last word then. So, Trevor. You're up on Knights of the Old Republic. One <laughs> minute, go.
0: Okay, Knights of the Old Republic. I'm going to make a definitive statement right now. I believe that Knights of the Old Republic is the best game RPG, video game RPG ever made. Wow. I believe that it is one of the best video games ever made. The, the plot, the character development, your options, the things that you have to do to get through it, I think that this is a beautiful game, and it is. I believe it is the pinnacle of video games, and I look forward to the day when they remaster it or redo it, telling the same story, and I get to play it again. Out. Mic drop.
1: Wow. Okay. With leaving 20 I, seconds on the clock. I mean, I, I
2: guess I'll just. What's the save opposite of
1: damning with faint praise? Out of curiosity.
2: Uh, trumpeting with loud praise. I don't know. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I think you. I think you may have. Uh, Flown too close to the sun with...
2: some. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll address that in my rebuttal. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I,
0: I have... I'm, I'm not the only person who believes it's one of the best video games ever made. Look at some of the lists. Sure. I one of them I,
2: on. I can accept.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, are you ready to defend Ender's Game? One minute, go.
2: Okay, so Ender's Game is my favorite novel, uh, period. Because it is the best novel, period. Oh. Uh, I guess we're we're just gonna have like bold declarative statements for this. <laughs> um, so why do I love this book? It is uh, first off, if you have a child who is an adolescent, give this book to them, and it's something that can that they can have a pretty special connection to. Um, as an adult, it also I think it has important messages about uh, empathy and um, how you go about life. And it has a great story. So uh, if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. It is phenomenal.
1: Jay, how do you feel about the rest of the series out of curiosity since you have 10 seconds?
2: I do. I I, I enjoy them quite a bit. Um, Speaker for the Dead is uh, – I still like Ender's Game more. There's a lot of people like my brother who like Speaker of the Dead even more. Really? Uh, yeah,
1: it seems way more esoteric to me than – It kind uh, of is.
0: I yeah. I love Speaker for the Dead. I love Interesting. Xenocide. Okay.
2: I like I, Xenocide as well.
0: Yeah. I I love um, Ender in Exile. Um I there's gosh,
2: Children of the Mind was a little little uh, out, but I still enjoyed it.
0: I never read Children of the Mind because I read the preview of it or the final chapter in Xenocide and I said WTF and I <laughs> didn't even pick it I'm up. I'm out. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was that was my the shark jumped, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: All right, Trevor, I will give you 30 seconds now to rebut your uh, opponent's bold declarative statements. Ready, go.
0: Uh, I'm not going to rebut his. I'm going to back mine up by saying that KOTOR is on Game Informer's top list of top 10 video game twists of all time. It is on um, the top 200 games of all time list it is on you know, time's greatest 100 video games list it literally is an amazing game and it has given us a setting in star wars that is probably the most desired and wanted to expand into tv shows books other things and is i don't know why it's just left to rot time.
1: There. instead disney's just going to give us high republic instead thanks
0: yeah i don't i don't understand <laughs>
2: and and for clarity's sake uh this this does include both games of this, correct? One and two. One and two, yeah.
0: Um, I mean it's a property, so yes. But I, I didn't really address two. Um the truth is is I haven't played two. Wow. Wow,
2: well,
1: well, I guess I've, you really loved that first game, didn't you? Yeah.
0: I would go back and play the first one again. <laughs> any second now. It's, I, it wasn't,
2: I'll, I'll say real quick, um it's it's not very many games that I play all the way to the end and I've played all I did play all the way to the end in both one and two, and, oh, and they, wow. are, they are very good games. They are not the best role-playing game ever.
1: Yeah. Yes, they are. Right. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you, Jay,
2: for speaking sense. Now,
1: I'll no, actually give you 30 no. seconds to continue that rebuttal. <laughs> Go. What? No.
2: <laughs> we live in okay. So uh, we live in a world where Planescape Torment exists. It is the greatest role-playing game. Uh, but moving on from that obvious oversight by Trevor, um, <laughs> on its own merits, uh, Ender's Game. i i I don't know what to say it's it is a fast read it is enjoyable but it's also deep um when i got that book as a teen at christmas i read it in a day and it's it's one of the books that i would probably say changed my life so
0: time amazing I will say that both of us have defended the um, the flagship of these, but they're actually everything. I mean, Knights of the Old Republic also includes it is the property, which includes the MMO and Ender's Game does include the other books. I mean, they oh, are, I forgot I
1: had the MMO. Yeah, yeah, but,
2: it's
0: yeah. it's it's a property, not
2: just. I didn't. The- I did enjoy the MMO as well.
0: I I also enjoyed the MMO. I sort of fell out because of I don't remember why I stopped playing.
1: Because MMOs wear on you after a while. That's why. Yeah, I I, I think
0: it was probably um, MMO fade at the time. It wasn't really the fault yeah. of the. Um I thought right. about going back. It's still it's still going.
2: Yeah, and one of the things that I enjoy about the MMO was that I've never I've never played a MMO where I cared about the storyline of my character more than in in that MMO. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I I will say that this is a hard – I don't know which one I'm going to vote for. I actually have fond memories of both of these properties. Interesting. Um, I think that they're both pretty amazing, and it's unfortunate that one of them is not advanced.
2: That is fair. So place your votes on the social medias. Subscribe to the Patreon, and you can vote four times effectively. (laughs)
0: Because <laughs>
2: this isn't a democracy; it's a kleptocracy this this or something. This is,
0: yeah, this is a popularity contest. So <laughs> yeah. vote, vote often and frequently. Early vote often. Vote early. <laughs> vote often. <laughs>